Mindfulness Mode 162. Get into the the rhythm of the footfalls, you know, and just every step, boom, 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 and just uh, it, it helps to just clear the mind. Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and Mindfulness Life Coach, Bruce Langford. On Mindfulness Mode, we talk about how people from all walks of life have discovered mindfulness and how it's impacted their lives to help them become more calm, focused, and happy. Hey, Mindful Tribe, do you want to share mindfulness with your children? It can be so much fun for both of you. I have a free ebook I've written called 21 Ways to Practice Mindfulness with Your Child Every Day for 7 Minutes. Download it at mindfulnessmode.com slash 21 ways. Enter your name and email and you'll have it in no time. That's mindfulnessmode.com slash 21 ways. Okay, Mindful Tribe, let's get started. I am really looking forward to this. I have Denny Cray on the line today. Hey, Denny, are you in mindfulness mode? Absolutely, Bruce. Let's do this. All right. This is great. Denny Cray is passionate about running. He's a certified athletic trainer and also a strength and conditioning specialist. Denny has a goal to complete 50 marathons in 50 different states. Wow. And he uses running to stay focused and grounded. He also has a podcast called The Diz Runs With, (laughs) which features interviews and running tips. And it's a great podcast. So Denny, tell us what mindfulness means to you, a runner. Oh man, it's, it's, you know, there's, there's so many ways you can go with that, but really it's just, it's just about, to me at least, it's just about kind of, of, you know, being with yourself and, and, and really kind of focusing from the inside out instead of from the outside in, which is what, uh, I feel like happens a lot if, if you're not, if you're not conscious of kind of, you know, working on yourself and, and focusing from the inside to, to kind of projecting that out to, uh, the people that you're with. Right. And you're with a lot of people. You run with a lot of people and you do a lot of uh, interviews with a lot of people. So what are some of the things you've learned from some of your uh, guests about being grounded and focused? You know, I, you know when it comes to, to the being focused and, and that grounded aspect, it's just I think that the, maybe the biggest thing I've learned from, from talking to so many folks, whether it's, it's through the podcast or just from, you know, being at different races and, and around other runners, you know, locally. And, and when you travel and, and you're out running, you happen to bump into some folks and maybe you, you run with them for a little bit mm-hmm. is just, um, you know, just how similar we all are, you know, not, not saying that we're all the same, certainly, but, uh, you know, even though we're all, all unique as, as, as runners and, and even more in a broad sense as, as humans, um, the, the ties that bind and, and the, the similarities that we all have are, are so many compared to the, the such, you know, few you know, on the grand scheme of things differences. And, um, you know, just the, the more I'm around like-minded and non-like-minded or whatever the, the proper opposite terminology of like-minded folks would be, um, you know, it's just, just the more I, I just realize and, and, and become aware of, of how, uh, just how intertwined we are as, as people and how, and, and all the benefits and, and, um, you know, the advantages that we get from being around folks and, and being part of, of the larger community. Well, tell me, Denny, when did you first know that running was a thing you love to do? <laughs> um, it, it took a little while, honestly, it, it was, it was a bit of an acquired taste for me. Yeah. Um, as a kid, you know, growing up and playing, uh, whatever sport was in season, um, running was, was kind of always the punishment. Uh, I, I never ran track or, or cross country or anything like that in, in high school. 
Um, but, but I'd run occasionally, you know, to gear up for whatever season was, was coming up next or in, into college years, um, to, to try to, you know, just stay in shape a little bit and, and to have something to do to, um, to, you know, just for, for lack of a better, of, of not having anything else to do. I wasn't much of a, of a weight room kind of guy. So, you know, go, go get a run every once in a while for just a little bit of exercise. And, uh, I mean, over, over several years of, of kind of doing it begrudgingly almost of, of like, well, you know, you start to notice a couple pounds creeping on. So it's like, well, maybe I should do something about that. And, and, and you change the way you eat a little bit and you run a little bit and you lose a little weight and then you, you, you stop doing those things and, mm-hmm. and the weight creeps back up and, and that, that cycle, um, over, over gosh, probably from, you know, my early twenties or right about, you know, I finished in college to, to 27, 28, 29 years old. So for almost a decade of, of doing that and not really enjoying running, but, but kind of seeing it as a necessary part of, of just being healthy. Um, it gradually started to evolve from something, like I said, that I, that I really didn't like to do to something that, uh, was okay. And then somewhere, um, and I don't know that there was an exact switch, but somewhere, 20, 2011, 2012, it really just, you know, I, I would notice if I didn't run for a couple of days, like I, it, I just wasn't, not that I was a bad person, but I wasn't the person that I necessarily wanted to be. And as soon as I would go for a run, um, I just feel better. I'd be more relaxed. I'd be, I'd be calmer. Um, and, and from then on, it's just been something that, uh, I, I, I have to, I don't want to say I have to do it, but, uh, I certainly look forward to running and, and I, I do love it now. It's, it's something that, uh, I, I, want to do as often as I can. So what do you think about? Do you think about like all various things as you run or do you have, do you focus on your breath or do you have certain consistent things that you think about? Yeah, it it goes, you know, in a bunch of different directions. There's certainly sometimes that, uh, um, sometimes I, I, you know, strap on, uh, the headphones and and a podcast Mm -hmm. or music or something like that and just kind of don't think about much. And then there are certainly sometimes when, when life is going crazy and, uh, you know, whether it's, it's the baby's been screaming or just work is overwhelming or, or just whatever it is that, that, you know, we, we all deal with different factors of our life that, that sometimes tend to get out of hand. And sometimes I just want that silence. So it is just, uh, you know, at those times, um, that I do just leave, leave all the technology at home. Um, maybe, maybe a watch just to keep track of how far I'm going, but sometimes not even that much and just go out there and, and yeah, focus on the breath. Uh, get into the the rhythm of the footfalls, you know, and just every step, boom, 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 and just uh, it, it helps to just clear the mind and and um, you know in those cases I try not to think about anything. Uh, sometimes running can be a brainstorming session for for work ideas or for um, you know things to ways to improve my podcast or or guests that I want to reach out to or you know whatever it might be and and I'm out there running and and I'll, I'll, an idea pops into my mind and I just race with it and and. Uh, you know, you get lost, you, you lose the run and, and all of a sudden I'm thinking about doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that. And I can't get home quick enough to start writing down the ideas so I don't forget them. So um, it just kind of depends on, I guess, maybe where I'm at before the run, what my my state of, of mind is during the run, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. And Danny, is this then your form of meditation or do you have a separate meditation practice that you also do? Um, I, I do try to meditate. It, it, I'm kind of new to the whole meditation thing. Um, it, it's been something that's, that I've been trying to get into for a couple of years, but it, it's been hard to, to get it to stick. So I would say that, that my most consistent form of meditation is definitely running. Um, but I do try to, to just, uh, have some quiet, um, at least, at least during the week, uh, I have it on my, my to-do list, uh, to, to take five minutes a day and just try to pause. And I, I'm not perfect on, on doing that every day. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I try to get that in there as well, but certainly running is, is, 
um, probably my most, uh, most consistent form of meditation and most, my, my, uh, uh longest, um, you know, as far as sessions go, cause like I said, uh, you know, usually it's, it's, you know, if I can get five minutes during the day like that, that's great. But most of my runs are, you know, between 45 minutes and an hour at, at the minimum. So uh, I do get more volume, uh, in the, on the meditation side during my runs as well. So you have a goal to run 50 marathons in 50 states. Have you always been goal-oriented? And, you know, I wonder what made you think of this goal and got you into it so that you really, really are looking forward to achieving it. Yeah, that's I, I think I've always been goal-oriented. I, I certainly always like to have have something to, to, uh, to strive for, whether it was, you know, a job or whether it was a grade in, in, in school. Um, or, or, you know, just some level of, of way of measuring progress. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am, I, I guess, I guess really am a goal and I, I hadn't really thought about it as much, but, um, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, you know, whether you want to call it new year's resolutions or just, you know, big goals for the year, you know, I, I know new year's resolutions gets a bad name sometimes, but I, I love the beginning of the year and, and setting out, you know, some, some big lofty ambitions that, that are going to take, you know, 365 days worth of, of consistent, um, effort to chip away at. They're not, not something that you can just get done in, in a week of, of focused work or something like that. So I do like having those big goals. And, uh, I, I mean, you know, when, when I started, it seemed, I mean, it still seems really ambitious to, to try to, to travel around the United States and, and run a marathon in, in each, uh, state. And I'm still at the very beginning stages of that. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, it was just one of those things where it, you know, I, I enjoy running, um, it gives me an excuse to travel too. And, and I, I enjoy traveling, although I, it's not something that I do as much as I would, uh, like to do, but, but now with, with this goal and having it being so out there and, and, you know, so many running friends and whatnot that, that are always asking how I'm doing, uh, you know, when, when is the next state, what's the next state going to be? Um, it definitely keeps that, that drive to, to travel to some, some states that maybe I wouldn't have any reason to go because I don't have friends or family there, or maybe they're not, you know, your popular vacation destination type of, of states. Um, but now I got to get there and run a race. So I might as well go in and enjoy and try to experience as much of, you know, that state's culture and that state's, uh, things to do, um, as I can when, when the opportunity does arise for me to get there and, and, uh, run a race. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a really fun, fun thing to look toward. That's for sure. So thinking back, do you ever remember any times in your life where you had a lot of anxiety? You know, that voice in your head was kind of in charge, making you feel stressed out and kind of that, that sort of thing? Um, a, a little bit here and there. Um, it, thankfully, that's not something that I've that I've it's not a demon that I've had to wrestle with too much. Um, but of course there's always been times, there's, there's been times when, um, the business wasn't doing as, as well as I would have hoped and, and the money gets a little bit tight and that, mm-hmm. um, I, I have always been a, a financially minded person, not, not driven to, to have, you know, lavish riches, but certainly don't like being close to paycheck to paycheck type of living. So when, when the, the checking account starts to get a little bit low, uh, there's, there's definitely some stress and anxiety that is built up in those moments. And, and, um, we had, uh, my, my wife and I, uh, went through four years of, of infertility trying to, to start our family. So there was definitely some anxiety and some stress and some, um, um, struggle, you know, during, during that time of, of, you know, we were, we were the, the case of, of unexplained infertility, meaning that there were, you know, all the tests that were run on, on both my wife and, and myself, everything came back normal. There was no reason that it should take us four years to, to finally, uh, get pregnant. And, and thankfully we, we, we were able to do that. And we have a, a two-year-old daughter now, but, uh, certainly during, during those, those four years, there was, um, 
some definite struggles with, with, uh, just, you know, is this ever going to happen? Are we going to, are we destined to not have kids? And it's a struggle that I know a lot of folks have. And, and we were, we were right there in the, in the midst of it for a while. Well, so besides running, besides that, do you have any other activities or hobbies or anything that really relax you that really kind of make you excited? Uh, I mean, running is definitely the, the biggest one. Um, you know, uh, other, other things, um, I, I try to mix in a little bit of yoga here and there. Um, actually, I, try, I mean, I try to mix it in regularly. I, 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 Wednesdays is a day that I don't run. Uh, it's it's a regular rest day for me, and um, it's and yoga is definitely on the schedule for every Wednesday. Um, and that that when I do that, and especially when I'm consistent, when I get when I have weeks uh, on end of of not missing my my Wednesday yoga session, um, for me, yoga has definitely been a very relaxing and and you know, ch- like I said earlier, a chance to focus inward and focus on the breath and and really quiet the mind and just move through the different poses. Um, and and that has has definitely been another avenue for me to to quiet the mind a little bit and 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 regain focus. Yeah, yeah, yoga is great. That's for sure. So mindfulness with your child tell me about that is there ever a time when it just feels like wow this is kind of a little overwhelming you know being a parent (laughs) and you know sometimes I know people talk about ways they get calm or they help to get their child calm do you ever use any of those kind of techniques yeah um you know as as any parent can can attest to I I think I, I feel like I can speak for just about every parent in that case there's certainly times when it it's overwhelming when, when, you know, whether they're, you know, when she was first born and, and, and real young and just wouldn't stop crying and uh, no way to know what was wrong with her to, to now that she's into her, her twos and, um, some of that stubbornness is coming out and, and she's going to, going to fight for what she wants. And, right. um, you know, it's, it's, it's testing certainly. Um, what I've, what I've tried to do with, with her as much as possible. Um, and, and certainly it's not always easy, but it's just to, to try to, uh, remain calm and, and instead of, of getting, getting upset or, or showing my frustrations, cause I certainly have frustrations with her at times. Um, and just try to, to talk with her. And, and, um, now it's funny because if, if she's, if she knows she's doing something that she shouldn't be doing, or she knows she's, um, you know, if I'm asking her to do something and she won't do it, and I give her the look, she, she says no talk, um, because that's what I do is I say, do we need to go talk? And, uh, just, just pick her up and, and go to a different room, just kind of whatever room of the house we're in, whether it's a TV issue or a toy issue or whatever, go somewhere different, um, and, and just try to talk and, and reason with her as much as, as you can with a two-year-old. Um, sure. but, but she knows now that, uh, you know, if, if daddy's getting serious, we, we need to go talk and, and we just kind of, uh, you know, if I, if I keep asking her questions and keep talking with her, eventually she, she drops the, the stubbornness and, um, and comes around and, and at least, you know, as much as, again, as much as a two-year-old can understand and, and make the change. And then it's, you know, nine times out of 10, as soon as you're back in that original situation, the, the problem may manifest again, but, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's something that I've tried to do to have those, those talks now to keep myself from getting upset and, and hopefully keeping the, the situation from escalating more than it already has. And it seems like it works, but again, I mean, at at two years old, like it's, it's a lot of, of repetition and and we just keep working at it and, and, you know, figuring out as we go. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah, it sounds like you have a great connection with her, though. That's really that's really good. So, Denny, when you get together with other runners, whether it's at a marathon or an event of some kind, can you describe the kind of bond you feel with all of those others who have the same interest, the same passion? Oh man, it's um, there's definitely the bond. There's there's definitely that. Um, 
that understanding and it's, it's something that's very difficult, I think, to, to put into words. Um, but, but I think, I think for me, it's just kind of that understanding that, um, you know, no matter, no matter where you are, as far as how long you've been running or, or how much, um, natural ability you have, or how much of a struggle it is for you to run, you know, whatever it is that 5k or that, that 10k or the, the marathon or, or whatever distance that we're, that we're racing, or just even, you know, just on a, a Saturday run with, with the group locally here in town that I run with every weekend. Um, you know, I, I think there's, there's, there is some bond in that we all can empathize. We all have had good days. We all have had days that things just don't feel good, that our legs don't feel good. And that, that the run goes South real quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, we, we've, it just seems in, and I don't know if this is going to sound a little out there, but it like within the running community, it just, it, it feels like you're, you're never a stranger. Even, even when you don't know the, the person next to you, whether you've, you've run with them for weeks in town and you just never really met each other or whether, you know, you're, you're traveling to a race and, and you line up with somebody for the first time that, uh, there's just kind of that, that silent, um, knowledge that, uh, that, that, you know, we're, we're in this together. I know what you're feeling. You know what I'm feeling. Um, and, and, uh, you know, we're, we're on the same team and, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's a very difficult thing to put into words, but, but when you said a bond, I mean, there is 100%, uh, a bond with, with runners and it's a, a great feeling and a great, uh, you know, it just gives, it gives me a lift at least when I'm, when I'm around other runners and, and I'm able to just kind of experience that, that, that feeling and that knowledge that, uh, we've all been there and we've all struggled and, and we're all, you know, doing the best we can on that particular day. Right. And I can tell from your voice that that bond is something that really matters. It's really important. You know, Denny, some of my friends who've been runners kind of uh, transitioned into cycling. And I'm wondering, what what are the uh, comparisons? What do you think? Is, does cycling give you a lot of the same benefits or what are the, what are the uh, parallels there? Yeah, I, I would imagine that there's that there's a lot of of uh, crossover as far as is certainly from the, the physical and just from the, the the exercise and the cardio type of workout that you get, and also from the, the mind, uh, you know, clearing the mind, settling the mind, that, that focus and breath type of thing. Um, I, I think that that, and, and I'm not a master cyclist by by any stretch. I, I bike once in a while for for cross training, um, but uh, I, I don't I don't do it regularly by any by any stretch of the imagination. But um, from, from where I sit, I think that the similarities come down to that repetitive nature of the movement. So, you right. know, I mentioned earlier with the, the footfalls and the, the boom, 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 every time you take a step, you're getting the same type of thing as, as you're pedaling, you know, and, and you get in that rhythm. Um, and unless you encounter a big hill or something like that, or a stop sign or something that you, that you really have to break your, your rhythm. Um, w- once you find that, that kind of sweet spot on, on the bike, um, you know, you're getting that, that constant, you know, just turnover leg after leg after leg. And, and you do kind of get that almost metronome effect where, where your, your mind can, can settle. Um, and you also get the breath, you know, where, where you're, you're breathing on a pattern, whatever that pattern might be. Um, but, uh, I, I think that without, without knowing much about cycling or at least much of the intricacies about cycling, that, that those would be the two things that would, I think would be the, the two parallels and, and probably why so many runners bike on a regular basis and so many cyclists that I know also run once in a while. It's, uh, I think they're very complimentary to each other. Yeah, I think they are. Uh, from what I hear, and I don't do much of either one of them, but what, what would you say to somebody that just couldn't see themselves as a runner and they, yet they want the benefits? They think, well, geez, you know, I would really enjoy that well, the mindfulness that you get from it, as well as the physical benefits. How do you take that first move when you don't really see yourself as a runner? 
I think the, the first thing that, that you have to accept is that it's, it's never too late to start. Um, I've talked to folks that have started running in their forties and their fifties and their sixties. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, I think of some folks that I know, like my, my parents that are, that are in their sixties and I, I, I couldn't see them as runners, but I, I know runners that started at the same age that they are and have run half marathons and have run, have completed marathons or, you know, have transitioned to doing triathlons and have done, you know, Ironmans and, and half Ironmans and, and all these, you know, things that, that seem so far fetched. So if, if that's something that, uh, you know, seems like it's an impossible task for you, um, for whatever reason, whether you think it's, it's too late to, you're, you're too old to start or your, your life's too busy or, um, your health is too, you know, is at a point where you, you couldn't do all that stuff. Um, you know, it's never, it's never a bad time to start. And, and obviously you're going to start small, you know, you're going to, you're going to start, start, uh, short, you know, no, nobody, at least I don't think there's too many people out there that have probably their first time running, they ran a marathon, you know, usually it's like you run around the block or sure. if you, if you're really feeling, feeling froggy, you might do a whole mile. Um, but, but most of the time, I mean, it's, it's, it's really short. It's from here to the stop sign. And then I walk for a little bit and then I run, you know, the next length of the block and then I walk a little bit. Um, so, so just, you know, don't, don't compare yourself to others. Don't, don't try to hold yourself up to somebody that's maybe been running for several months or seven, several years and think that, oh, well, you know, so-and-so can, can run a mile in, in nine minutes. And, and I, I can't hardly do a mile. I can't walk a mile in 20 minutes. Like I could never do that. Like, you know, there was a time when that person that's, that's running the nine minute mile was, was struggling to, to finish a mile and maybe it was struggling to walk a mile in, in 20 minutes. And so, you know, you just, you just got to chip away at it and keep working at it and, and don't be afraid to, to ask. I mean, like I said earlier, the, the running community, um, in person is, is great. And I'll tell you what, the running community online is, is pretty darn fantastic as well. So, you know, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, like kind of wherever your social media outlet might be, um, you know, people are, are always willing to help out or always willing to, to give a, 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 you know, a kind word or a word of encouragement. Um, and, and so you just, you know, it's almost like, I feel like it's like a lot of things in life where if you, you just have to get started and, and, you know, you're going to have your doubts and you're going to have your concerns. And you're going to have your, your, I don't know if I can handle this, but, uh, you, you'd be surprised what you're capable of if you just give yourself permission to, to get started and try and see what happens. Right. Yeah. So true with many things to just get out there and ask and, just kind of jump in. You know, Denny, I've worked in bullying prevention for some time, and I've really found that mindfulness can really make a difference with someone who is bullied or they're experiencing some of these challenges. Do you have a story about bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference or maybe even getting into running? Um, you know, this is, this is, I've been trying to think on this for, for a couple of days now. And, and, um, thankfully I don't have any like instances that really stand out in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, I mean, as, as, as a kid, um, there were, there were times that I was bullied and, and regretfully, or, you know, uh, have to, if I'm going to be honest, there's probably times that I bullied others. Um, but, uh, I, I feel like for, for me and, and, and my experience and, and, um, again, it just, uh, certainly I, I don't take it for granted. I, I, I'm very thankful that, that I didn't have any type of, of crazy, um, you know, really, I don't want to say far-fetched, but, but dramatic or traumatic type of stories. Um, I feel like most of the bullying that I experienced was just the, and I even hate to say that it's typical, but kind of that typical school kid type of, like I was a good student. So I, I got the, I got the nerd and I got the, you know, oh, well, of course you did your homework because, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, it's nothing that, again, thankfully nothing that, that really, um, stuck with me and, and nothing that I wasn't able to, to pretty quickly brush off. Um, and, and uh, again, I, I don't have, 
I, maybe I, I guess I'm thankful that I don't have a, a quote unquote good answer to that type of a question. Yeah, well, that is good. That's very good that you you kind of uh, didn't experience anything that pops into your brain right away. Well, my next questions are part of the multi-mode round. Just short 30-second answers are perfect. Here's the first one. Who's one person who has influenced your mindfulness? I would say that uh, probably Hel, Hel Elrod comes to mind, who wrote the uh, the book The Miracle Morning. Um, I read that, gosh, I guess it's been a little over, uh, maybe a year and a half or so ago, and that started me with a morning routine that included some meditation, which really kind of got meditation onto my map of something that I need to do and, and work on. And it's still been a process, but that's that's been that was the book, and and so he's the author that that kickstarted me towards the idea of meditating on a regular basis. Right, and I really like the Miracle Morning as well. How has mindfulness affected your emotions, Denny? Um, I, I certainly think that it, it helps me keep a, a pretty even keel. Um, I, I like to think that I'm a pretty even keeled guy most of the time, anyway. But I mean, like anybody, there there are certain times that uh, you get you get fired up, you get upset, and uh, you know, just just having uh, the like I, I recognize it in myself pretty quickly, and I'm I'm pretty quick to try to take a couple breaths and and step away from a situation if necessary, and and just allow allow things to just settle back down. And uh, it's it's something that I'm thankful that I have that kind of personality. Sure. Tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness. Oh, uh, I mean, you know, the, the, there's no there's no question in my mind that uh, just, you know, that the the act of breathing and really focusing on on deep breaths and, and you know, breathe in deep and slow on the exhale. It just it just helps to, to calm calm the body. I, I know there's science that supports that and, and just you know, the, the, what the, what it does to the blood pressure. And um, and, and I just I, I feel it. I mean, I, I feel it when I when I need to do that, whether it's you know before uh, recording a, an interview and just take a couple of breaths to kind of gather my thoughts and, and calm down and, and settle any nerves or uh, before a race or, you know, when I'm frustrated because the, the baby's acting up, you know, it's just a couple of breaths uh, does, does, does wonders for me. Sure. Well, I know you mentioned Miracle Morning. Do you have any other books that you would recommend that might be related to mindfulness? Oh man, um, that's that's been the best one for me so far. Um, but it's something that I'm I'm looking at trying to to incorporate more kind of that that mindfulness and, sure. and meditation into my life. So I, I sorry, but I don't have a better recommendation than that no, one right now. No, that's okay. And he really covered it. He really covered the mm-hmm. areas of you know if you're not you're not getting the exercise, hey, that makes a huge difference. That's one of his big messages, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, any apps that you use for mindfulness or for for running or anything like that? Uh, this might be a little bit different one than, than what most people say on the show, but mm-hmm. um, I use an app called Habitica, which is kind of a, 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 it's kind of a gamified um, way of keeping track of like to-do lists and things like that. But one of the features that it has is it allows for for daily kind of reminders. So, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to to become more disciplined with with meditating for just you know five minutes a day, sure. um, and just having that on my list. Because when it, when you know before I put it on my my list of daily reminders on on that app, um, you know, it's like oh yeah, I should I should meditate, but I'm you know I'm I'm just about to start you know recording a podcast or editing or whatever, whatever, you know, task I'm doing, well, I'll do it a little bit later and I'd forget about it. Sure. And so now having, having that, uh, that app that, you know, I check it a few times a day, just like what's on the list for today. I don't even have to think about it. I just put it on the list and every Monday through Friday, it pops up saying, Hey, don't forget to meditate today. And so it, it helps with, with that and just anything else. that's kind of those repetitive tasks that you don't have to take up brain power now to keep track of. Yeah, sure. I'm going to check that out. Habitica. That sounds mm-hmm. like a really good app. So what advice would you give someone who's new to the idea of mindfulness and they'd like to start using it in their life? 
I think it, it kind of ties back to, to what I was talking about um, earlier with folks that, that might be interested in starting to run and, and um, you know, not sure where to start or are intimidated to start. And it's just that, um, you know, just starting is is key and don't compare yourself to, to folks that have been doing it for a, a long time. Uh, I know that was a big hurdle for me was was the idea of like, if I'm going to meditate, that means I have to sit here for, for 20 minutes, for 30 minutes, for 60 minutes and not think about anything. And it was just like, that's an impossible, like, I mean, you know, point blank, like I, I don't think that I could do that. And I certainly couldn't do that without my mind just wandering and going crazy and having all kinds of different thoughts. If, if I'm supposed to be quiet in my mind, how am I going to sit here for an hour and, and keep a quiet mind? It's not, not something I can do. But, uh, you know, then you realize that, that those folks that are doing that have probably been meditating for 20 years, for 30 years, for, for their entire lives. And uh, no wonder they're so disciplined and able to do that. And, and I don't need to, you know, in, in my you know, first six months of trying to be regular with meditating, I, I can't even, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense to try to compare myself with, with those type of folks. Whereas five minutes, like that's something that I, I, can, I can attempt to do. And in most days I can be successful with it. And when it becomes no sweat to do five minutes and I can bump it up to 10 minutes. So just, you know, that, that idea of, of start small and allow yourself to, to maybe not allow yourself to fail, but when you fail, you don't beat yourself up for it. When I, when I miss a day, it's not the end of the world. When I, when I have a day where I'm starting out trying to meditate uh, at that time, and then my mind wanders and, and, you know, when the alarm goes off that I've been, it's been five minutes, it's like, man, I might've only meditated, like only had a quiet mind for a minute and a half. Like it's okay. You know, we'll, we'll try again tomorrow. We'll get back on the horse. So, um, don't expect yourself to be perfect and, and be okay when you're not perfect. Yeah, and I really like what you said about don't compare yourself, not only to others, but in your own mind, don't compare yourself and always be so hard on yourself. Just kind of allow yourself to do it, allow yourself to be who you are. That's really great advice. So, you know, I uh, have really enjoyed talking with you, Denny, and uh, learned a lot from you. How can Mindful Tribe learn more about what you do and your running and uh, maybe even connect with you? Uh, pretty much everything that, uh, the best way to connect with me is, is always, you know, whatever kind of platform you're on, um, I'm Diz Runs, so D-I-Z-R-U-N-S, just about everywhere, DizRuns.com, um, you know, Diz Runs is the podcast and, and social media, wherever, whatever your best uh, avenue is, whatever your platform of choice is, I, I, I love connecting with folks and, and having a chat and, um, you know, if you have running questions or just, just questions in general, I, I, I love connecting with folks. So I, I would love to talk with anybody that uh, is interested. Well, super. And I've loved talking with you. So thanks a lot for your time and have a great rest of your day, Denny. Thanks, Bruce. Same to you. Yeah, take care. Bye now. Thank you so much for joining us today on Mindfulness Mode. For insightful blog articles and show notes for every episode, check out mindfulnessmode.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you could help us out by clicking on the iTunes link on our website and leave a rating and review. Till next time, Mindful Tribe, use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.